0: It's never about the idea of taking risks. It's the idea of what you do with the risk you're taking, how you're managing it, how you're mitigating it. This, I suppose, applies to business as it does to your personal private life. So, for instance, if you're getting married, the mitigation to the risk, obviously, is to get divorced. The question then, the subset, is how would you handle such a divorce? Now, many people actually address this, particularly if they are of the wealthier nature, with contracts on the forefront. Us regular people, we do not address this. We jump right in, we get married, and then we hope for the best that it works out. So we don't have really a plan B. In business, many people start their startup companies without a plan B. And I think some of this is really Perpetuated by Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, which I believe personally to be an atrocity, um, in a sense that one of the key ingredients of this book is that you must forge forward and burn the bridges behind you, therefore you have nothing to return to, so you're forced to move onward. That's not risk mitigation, that's blindly running into a direction that you hope would work out. Now, what is risk mitigation, you may ask? To have a plan B, to look at whatever your project is, whatever your ideas are, whatever your business is, or perhaps your personal life, and think about what could possibly go wrong. Because the truth of the matter is, if everything goes right, great. There's nothing really much to plan for other than to continue and perhaps to grow what you've been doing. However, when things go wrong, that's, when it matters to have a plan. So what is your plan B? What is your risk mitigation? Richard Branson, for instance, obviously I'm aiming for the largest names and one of my personal favorites. Richard Branson, when he started Virgin Airlines, his negotiation with Boeing was that, let me rent one 747 for the the duration of one year. In case that Virgin Airlines doesn't work out, I have to have the opportunity to return the aircraft. Boeing, for some reason or another, agreed to that. That's risk mitigation. Let's try this, and if it doesn't work, I can walk away from it with minimal damage. Those prenups that I mentioned earlier in marriages are the same type of idea. Let's engage and go for it, and if it doesn't work, we both depart with the least amount of damage. Yet, time and again, Many of the larger names in the business and personal development field advocate that you have to forge forward. Screw the plans of plan B, screw the mitigation. It's ill-advised. Have a plan B. Think about the most negative of all options and then address that. Now, at the same time, don't let the over-analysis take you into paralysis. Of course, you should think about overcoming what could come at you in the most negative of fashions, but don't let it stop you from acting. Now, that being said, the question then pertains to you, to all of us. What is holding us back from going forward? That just leave us hanging in the air for a minute because there shouldn't really be anything that holds us back in conjunction to the idea of starting something while addressing risk and mitigating risk is the idea that time is finite. Ideas and obstacles are not. They're infinite. Apprehensions are infinite. Time is finite. So, as I'm thinking about this in my own little context, in my own world, so to speak, I'm realizing that I'm overanalyzing, which is just the nature of who I am. But at the same time I let it paralyze me, which is also the nature of who I am. I certainly am very good in addressing and mitigating risks, also the nature of who I am. I let it stop me. Time is passing by. What do you do? No I don't necessarily expect an answer, I just want you to think about this. Whether you're blindly rushing into accepting risks or if you're actually mitigating, mitigating the risks, making educated decisions and observing time as you make those decisions.